Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome or welcome back to the Thoughts That Manifest podcast. I'm Elle, and I am a mindset and manifestation coach who aims to inspire you to awaken your mind to the limitless potential that is within you. Today, I have another exciting episode for you, but if I'm being honest, this episode is a bit of a tough love episode. So if you aren't for the tough love, I definitely understand. I just want to give you that heads up. But I can say from my own personal experience that what I'm sharing in this episode is exactly what I needed to hear in order to get out of my own way and actually take accountability for my life. Because the truth is, until we take accountability for our own life, we aren't in control. We are allowing everyone and everything outside of us to be in the driver's seat. And let me tell you, that does not get you to your destination. It distracts you. So if you are ready to take accountability for your own life and make some massive shifts, then let's jump into it. But before I do, I just wanted to let you know that the Spiritual Growth and Healing Book Club is going to begin meeting virtually on Wednesdays at 6.30 p.m. Eastern starting June 29th. And we are starting off with the book, You Can Heal Your Life by Louise Hay. So if you want to get in on this, check out the show notes for a link to the Facebook community or search Thoughts That Manifest Book Club. It's free to join. You just have to buy your book. All right, so now let's get into it. So the first way that you can take accountability for your own life is by letting go of blame in all aspects. And I know This is going to sound beyond difficult and it could be frustrating to hear or you may not agree with this and I totally get that. You are valid to feel the way that you do, okay? Especially when you have intense trauma, which by the way, we all have some form of trauma. We all experience difficult, painful situations, but of course, everyone goes through different scenarios, different situations and the trauma affects everyone differently, okay? We are all different. Our healing journey is different. It's personal to ourselves. There's no right or wrong way to go about it. It's a very personal journey. So what I am sharing is just what I have found to be helpful for my own personal journey. Nothing more, nothing less, okay? That's just what it is. So take that as you will. But what I've realized is that the more that I sit in my trauma and blame people for my trauma, the more resentment I hold on to and the more damage it does to me than them. Because internally, I am holding on to these heavy emotions of anger, pain, and resentment. And it leaves me in this victim mentality where all I see is how everyone else is holding me back and wanting to make me suffer, make me hurt, make me feel pain. When I'm in a victim mentality, that's what I'm focusing on. I'm focusing on more ways to hurt rather than opportunities to grow, heal, and come out of that hurt space. So for my own personal healing journey, I have benefited so much from letting go of blame. And it took me a long, long time, okay? It was not an overnight thing, but this was, you know, the first step in my healing journey. It was releasing the resentment that I stored within me. 
And now let me be clear, I know this is hard to do, to let go of blaming other people who have hurt you for the pain that you feel. And this is not saying to blame yourself, and this is not saying to excuse the way that anybody has treated you. If they've treated you horribly, you do not excuse that. No, absolutely not. And you're also letting go of blaming yourself as well because self-blame is not productive either. At the end of the day, when I started to shift my perspective, when it came to everything I've been through, realizing that the people who hurt me most likely were also hurt themselves. Hurt people hurt people. And I know I say this a lot, but it's the truth. When I started to look at situations from that perspective, my perspective shifted. Now, again, I'm not excusing it at all. But in order to get out of my own way, I had to stop living in a victim mentality. And that's really hard to do, especially when you've been through something extreme, okay? So like I said, everybody has their own journey, their own timeline, their own healing, however they cope with their pain, you know, everybody's different. But if I continue to allow myself to feel hurt by all of these experiences I went through, I could potentially be next in line for hurting someone due to my own pain, my own hurt. As I realize this, I want to focus on taking that accountability to let go of the resentment, to shift my perspective, to realize that hurt people hurt people, and it doesn't excuse anything, but the more I sit and blame other people, the more I just weigh down my own spirit with all the resentment and emotional baggage. And I'll tell you this, like I said, it took me a really long time to get to this place in my life, but the moment I did, it was the moment my relationships grew stronger. My relationship with my dad has done a complete 180, and what I've realized is that, you know, people say that people can't change, people don't change, but for me, I think my resentment was fogging my ability to see that my dad was making progress to try to change, but I wasn't allowing him to do so because I was fogged by my own resentment that I held within me against him. But I do know that not everyone changes and some people really are just so hurt inside that they can not find it in their heart to be just a decent, genuine human being, but let go of the resentment. And if you have to distance yourself and not have that relationship with someone, that is completely valid. And you are so valid in the pain that you feel. Letting go of resentment, letting go of pain does not invalidate the feelings that people have made you feel inside or within. It just allows you to move forward and to not suffer any longer in that victim mentality, to be able to see the light on the other side, to be able to rise up Because we don't realize just how much resentment and other low vibrational emotions that we store within our bodies can make us feel. Releasing is truly the best feeling. At the end of the day, it hurts you the most when you're holding on to resentment. And I know that sounds like tough love, but I truly mean it in the most caring way possible. Don't blame yourself. It is not your fault your trauma happened, but most of the time, there is a lot of trauma cycles. You see it in families all the time. If you had trauma with a parent, most of the time, that parent had trauma with their parent and so on. A lot of this trauma cycles because healing never took place. But I truly believe we are coming into a time in our life where healing is more important than ever before and that it's happening more and more and the vibration of the planet is rising because of it. 
So let go of that resentment. Another tip for this is to vision everyone as their inner child. And I know it sounds weird, but this personally helped me a lot especially when I find myself guilting myself or blaming myself. Like, wow, you should have known that. How stupid can you be? If I say this to myself and I imagine myself saying this to my child self, chances are I wouldn't want to say that to a child. Same with my parents. I vision their child self and recognize that a lot of the experiences I went through with them really came from a place of a wounded and hurt inner child. And again, It does not excuse the behavior, okay? I wanna make that clear because everybody's like, well, aren't you just excusing their behavior? No, it is more so freeing myself from all of the pain that I have within me. Because if I just hold on to that pain forever and ever and ever and go through my life just feeling all this pain, feeling like no one loves me, feeling so unworthy, what good does that do for me? It just doesn't. And if I wanna break the generational trauma cycle, I need to take accountability for my healing. At the end of the day, we are all just doing the best we can with what we know. And unfortunately, many were not taught proper ways to heal back then. It wasn't as talked about as it is today. So I really do feel like as a collective right now, we have this opportunity to truly heal on a collective level. And I really believe that it is needed. All right, number two work through your limiting beliefs. The next way to take accountability for your life is to work through your limiting beliefs and to let go of the outdated conditioned beliefs that just aren't yours. Truth is, a lot of the beliefs we have aren't even our beliefs. They are beliefs that we picked up on and learned from our parents, friends, society, teachers, relatives, and so on. So when you haven't done a belief check, you are potentially allowing other people to control your life for you. So in order to really take accountability for your life, you need to start questioning your beliefs and work on rewriting your story. So how can you do this? An activity that I like to do is to take a blank piece of paper and write out a few categories. The categories are relating to important pillars in my life. For example, career, money, love, appearance, and so on. And so let me start with first career, okay? I'll ask myself, what does my family believe to be true about their career? How do they act about their job? What mindset do they have when it comes to working? Do they hate their job? When I was a child, were they always stressed out due to their job? Did they not have time for me because they were always working? Chances are, if you are surrounded by a family like, you know, parents who are always working growing up, you may have this belief that you have to work really hard all the time, that there isn't enough time in the day to spend with your family, that you have to burn yourself out in your career. You could possibly be a workaholic. Now, of course, sometimes it takes the opposite effect. If someone never made time for you because of a job, you may go to the opposite mindset of making sure that that's never you. Either way, your mindset when it comes to a job is often shaped by how people around you growing up viewed their job and working in general and how they spoke about a job or what they visioned for you and your career. Same goes with money. Were people around you constantly stressed about money? Was there never enough of it? How did your parents talk about money around you? If you saw your parents constantly stressed and arguing about money, then you probably have this belief that money is limited, that there's never enough. You may fear not having enough money and so on. Really taking a look at where your beliefs stem from can help you make sense of it all. And then 
you can begin to make a change. Because the truth is, our mindsets hold a lot of power. Because how we feel internally is going to be reflected back to us in our external world. So if internally you believe that you have to be extremely frugal, hold on to all of your money and never spend it in order to feel secure, then that's what your reality is going to reflect back to you. You are closing yourself off to potential abundance because you subconsciously fear losing it all so you never let any of it go. Money should be in a constant state of flow because it's just energy and energy is meant to flow. There's plenty of it to go around, but if you think otherwise, then you subconsciously focus on situations in your reality that reflect that lack mindset back to you. Because, like I say, what we focus on is what we notice. If you have a limited way of thinking about money, then your mind isn't open to the opportunities to bring in more because you're not focusing on abundance. You are focusing on lack. So with this exercise, you want to go through each pillar of your life and figure out what your current beliefs are about each one and where some of your limiting beliefs stem from so you can start to shift those beliefs. And a great way to figure out what your limiting beliefs are is by writing out your ideal reality, the lifestyle you would love to be living, and then writing out why you aren't currently living it. Like, if you want a career as a writer, why haven't you pursued that yet? Your answer would be that limiting belief that is standing in your way. These exercises really get you thinking and reflecting, and it helps to get to the root of why you may be feeling stuck in certain aspects of your life. But it doesn't just start and end with mindset. You also want to pay attention to what you're consuming and who you are surrounding yourself with, making sure that it is all adding to the life that you are wanting to create and not holding you back. Are you surrounded by people who are more empowering and inspiring when it comes to life? Or are you surrounded by people who are constantly talking about how draining life is, how miserable they are, how much they hate their job, Oh, it's another Monday. I don't even want to think about Mondays. Can't wait for the weekend. You know, there's never enough time in a day. There's never enough money. Who are you surrounding yourself with? What are you picking up on? Because it is so easy to pick up on and absorb the energy that we are around. So set those boundaries if you need to. Same with what you watch and read. It is just so important to make sure you're filling your mind with uplifting motivational content and not consuming things that create fear-based mindsets, lack mindsets, and all the above, okay? Now, number three, hold yourself accountable. When you take accountability for your life, you have to hold yourself accountable. And what I mean by this is you don't have someone telling you that you need to stick to that 30-minute workout every two days, You have to be accountable for doing that. If you find yourself in a cycle that you can't break free from, you have to be accountable for that and ask yourself, okay, what change do I need to hold myself to in order to break this cycle? Because the truth is, cycles repeat because we are subconsciously telling ourselves that it's okay. When you don't take action to break the cycle by making a change in your life, the cycle will just repeat. And you choosing not to make a change is you choosing to be okay with repeating that cycle. And it's a hard truth to hear, but that's the way repeating cycles work. And a big part of breaking a cycle is finding love within yourself. A lot of the times we are ashamed to admit to ourselves that we are refusing to make a change. Sometimes the change can cause fear and anxiety. 
a lot of people struggle with a fear of change because it can be scary. Because it forces us to face the unknown and that can be scary. As humans, we don't like change. Our ego wants to be comfortable all the time. Not knowing if the change we are making is the right change, if it's going to work in our favor, that's uncomfortable. But that's where a faith over fear mindset comes into play. Having so much faith that no matter what, as long as you are taking steps to align with your higher self, you are going to be okay. That the universe has your back and that every setback and obstacle is just a redirection to the best possible path for you. And lastly, number four, acceptance. When it comes to taking accountability for your own life, I think this one helped me the most. And I know not everyone will agree with this outlook or this topic, but my personal spiritual belief is much like Louise Hayes and Dolores Cannon's, that we all came to earth to learn for soul growth. That earth is like school. We all have lessons that our soul is wanting to learn. And through soul contracts with other people in our life and experiences we go through, we learn these lessons and experiences that are tied into emotions. And when I accepted that, I learned to accept that life is in fact the greatest teacher. So instead of resisting the lessons, I learned to embrace them. And although some lessons are extremely difficult, they may cause a lot of pain, they cause a lot of sadness and heartache, I used to wonder why. Why do we have to go through this? It doesn't make sense. No one should have to experience these emotions so deeply. But it creates so much growth. Some of my most painful experiences have taught me the most powerful lessons. And as I accepted those lessons, I learned and I grew from them. And it helped align me to a path where I am able to help others who have gone through similar experiences. You have two choices, in my opinion. You can either let your toughest life lessons completely destroy your soul and keep you down, or you can allow your toughest life lessons to remind you who you are and become a beacon of light. You know, I've seen a couple different people out there, right? You have the people who go through really difficult, tough life lessons and they turn bitter and they say, you know what? Back in my day, I had to go through that. So you have to go through that too. And then you see someone else who may have gone through really hard life lessons and they don't let it make them bitter, but instead they want to be this light. They want to do what they can to make sure that no one else has to experience that kind of pain, that kind of suffering, all right? So you can choose to let life make you bitter or you can choose to rise above that. And yeah, acceptance is hard as hell. It's really shitty because some souls go through some heavy, heavy, awful, unimaginable experiences. But I've seen so many people, even in my own life, completely turn their entire life around because they didn't allow themselves to get trapped. I saw my dad do a complete 180 and he had many opportunities to give up completely and turn bitter because it is so so easy to get stuck there to feel like you are never going to get out to feel like everything is against you nothing will ever turn out right because you are cursed with bad luck because the world wants to see you fail but when you are in this mindset and you are believing this to be true you are so 
focused on being stuck, being trapped. You become a prisoner of your own mind and then you're not able to see solutions. You're not able to see anything besides how horrible life is. And that's what you focus on and that's why these cycles repeat. Taking accountability of your own life is allowing yourself to find those breakthrough moments because you can and it's not always easy and there's no set timeline to when it should happen. You can take as much time as you need to, but that shift can do wonders. Healing can do wonders and it is a never-ending journey because our soul is meant to feel and it is meant to learn so it can grow. It's funny because I have people in my life who don't believe in past lives and of course that is absolutely fine. You are allowed to believe whatever you want to believe. But for me, I think about how much we have evolved over many, many years. And if you think about it, each time you come back to earth, you have a lot of lessons in growth under your belt. So a lot of people who have lived many lives before have obtained a lot of wisdom within that can help to advance in so many ways as a collective. Look where we are now as opposed to even just a hundred years ago. That's also why so many of us are naturally gifted when it comes to certain things, things that you just pick up naturally because chances are you've learned it before in a past life so it comes easily. Some of you could be using inventions that you created in a past life. Think about how mind-blowing that is. I know it sounds crazy, but this is truly how my mind thinks. I'm actually thinking of putting together an episode on spiritual beliefs that I have that are very esoteric. I don't know. We will see. Let me know if you'd be interested in that kind of episode. But yeah, anyway, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I know it was a little bit more of a tough love one, but I'm really hoping that this can help you shift your perspective and allow yourself to heal and live a life that is just focused on creating abundance for yourself because you deserve it. It is your birthright to have an abundant life, okay? If you found this helpful in one way or another, please share this with someone who may need to hear this episode. Feel free to screenshot and tag me on social media. I am at LDuclos, E-L-L-D-U-C-L-O-S on all platforms. I love chatting with you guys. It always makes my day. I am sending you all of my love. Until next time.